Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 180. Oh, we pulled a 180 this week. Pulled a 180, keeping it doggy style. <laughs> well, this is the B-Movie. Why'd I come back? I'm gone for two episodes, and this is what you throw at me? This is why we. This is why you like recording the intro first, because I can get a podcast on me and throw this shit at me while I'm doing it doggy style. What the fuck is this? Honestly. Oh my god. Honestly. What is this? I put two words together, not realizing. That's how sentences are formed. I put two words together, not realizing like the what? real meaning behind oh it. Oh my god. And then once I said it, I was like, yep, yep that's my yep. special thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep, that's what I did. That's how I'm starting off this movie discussion this week. <laughs> so this is the big movie breakdown. Oh my and god! As you may have noticed, Nick is back from his super know secret, why. super secret project. Um, yeah, we're doing. God damn it! This is out of this world. I think I just opened a puzzle box. Oh my god! So get this shit out of your mouth. Big movie breakdown as uh, per usual. It is. Uh, sponsored by Audible. It's Go true. to audibletrial.com slash bmovie for your 30-day free trial and free audiobook. You get a free audiobook on us by supporting this podcast. It supports the podcast. And That's if important. you're going to get an audiobook, you know it. Go with the Coons man. Dean Coons. Go right. with Dean Coons. Go with Dean Coons. Cody mentioned last week he was uh, only listening to intros to hear us uh, mention more Dean Coons books. Did you say that? Yeah. I got to listen to that. Did that episode go up yet? Yes. Okay. I can listen to two episodes I'm not on, so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to you that. You can listen to me and Cody talk about Ghoul School and me and Kaylee talk about Dead Silence. Yeah. Uh, that was a very boring movie. Dead silence, which is like a shame because you you got her on a podcast to just witness like just nothing. Which which worked out though because she doesn't really like like jump scare horror movies like sure. that. But because it was like did nothing. Yeah. For most of the movie yeah. and was just like, oh. oh, it's a spirit of this old lady living through a doll to get around sometimes, but not always needing the doll to get around. So. So it's just like a ghost that just what it wants. I don't know, man. It was James Wan writing that saw like high. He was riding the saw high, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then like, let's make another movie real quick. Yeah, you got I got another the... idea. Oh, what What's... about a ghost lady? And she's she, like, well... she was a ventriloquist, and people killed her because she was killing kids. So she probably should got murdered. Yeah, it was like a Freddy Krueger type of thing. She came back as a thing, mm. kill people, kill people in the lineage of no, the thing. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like it sounds like that she was. I mean, not that she was, but like. That James Wan like had this script just in the back and like you just all right, give us what else you got. He's like, well, I have this here. I just wished it was a killer doll movie. Pose- it could be possessed still, sure. But the doll wasn't doing killer. But all I the wanted time. the doll to do this stuff. The doll looked like the freaking doll from the Goosebumps, identical. Yeah. And then and then Man. even the ending of the movie yeah. even was remember the end of Saw where it's like playing that music and yeah. showing you all the pieces how they all yeah it did that. Uh, At the end, here's how here's the how here's how the twist gets put together. Even put almost identical fucking music to They song. just wanted to do. Sometimes he'll just read you the same shit because it gets done. It's like we're just gonna do that. It's really weird. It's gonna do that. But you know what? He went on to make fucking Fury Seven. So yeah, it's okay. It's it's all good. And he's doing Aquaman. So I mean, fine. I'm. It was discussed two episodes ago, but I'm excited for DC movies not directed by Zack Snyder. Wonder Woman. 
awesome. It was good. Aquaman, a, I like. Uh, let's talk about Wonder Woman for a second because it's been brought to my attention that there's like huge like. Why did Ares decide to tell Diana that she was the God Killer? He's a god. That means she knows he can kill. Well, you idiot. That's dumb. The more I thought about it, that part is real dumb. Why would he do that? You, because she thinks she's defeated. Her spirit's broken. Right. And then he's like, "Don't be defeated. You can kill me because it's you, actually." Like, well, good well, job, Ares. He, he just wanted the challenge. Because he's a fucking bad guy, idiot. Well, he's just... a god and he's an arrogant piece of shit. She's a god, Ares. Right, but like, you had a one. Right. But I mean, he won anyways because his whole idea was to establish the armistice, which leads to World War Two, which happened. So she didn't even win. No, she did. right. She lost. Right. So like, it doesn't. She, you know. But it's okay because the movie's fucking awesome, anyways. I mean, that's a very important part of the plot, though. I know. I'm just saying the though. journey is good, but that's an important part of the plot. Yes, but the movie's fucking awesome, and like, I could like because James Wan, like, he's done obviously a lot of horror, Insidious, and Conjuring's, or whatever. Yeah. But like, Furious Seven was an awesome action movie. So, like, he's doing Aquaman. I can be into that. What? A non-Zack Snyder DC movie. Can, gives me some sort of hope. What what movie won the best award um, for the Oscars? Uh, the Guillermo's. Shape of Water. Yeah, why couldn't they just been knocked about Aquaman? Man? <laughs> Having a tube. Fucks, <laughs> fucks this girl. Good. Keep him quiet. He's uh, the fish creature that doesn't talk. Yeah, just have. I mean, it's basically, in the movie, it looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Like in the glimpses I got, it did look like Abe Sapien. So that's so I was like. Oh is yeah, this, it's is this same, this the same actor too, Doug Jones, who played Abe Sapien. He, pl- yeah. So that's all it is. Yeah, it's a, it's Abe Sapien, but he looks like more like the creature. Well, did they domesticate him? Maybe change what he looks like then. Maybe it's just a prequel. The Hellraiser, Hellboy. Oh, there's a lot of hell going on. <laughs> it's too. a lot of hell going on. Yeah. But uh, more for the B movie breakdown. You can listen to us if you uh, have Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, it's on your phone automatically. Yeah. You, you Subscribe, listen on there. Google Play, Stitcher, our website, bmbpodcast.com. You can listen all over the place. You can also reach us on that website on our email, bmbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we got some cool emails recently from the director of a previous movie we've done a long time ago. Yeah, wasn't that movie called uh, Rockula? Yeah, it was. Um, that movie is incredible. I loved Rockula, and he also did a movie called The Granny. So yes, we were con- we were contacted by uh, Luca Bersovici. I don't know if that's how I'm pronouncing it correctly. You're doing a good but job. But he listened to our episode uh, where we discussed Rockula back when Anime Dan was on the podcast. And Rockula is a it's an it's an insane movie about a vampire who he can't lose his virginity because of a curse imposed on him. And he's a vampire. I need to watch Rockula, so Rock- it needs to get revisited. I think we will re- we will be revisiting Rockula as well as the Granny because he provided us with a copy of the Granny, which is a movie that you cannot find anywhere. Which is huge. It's a well, huge deal. Yeah, you can't find it. Right. He provided us with a copy which is awesome. of thank the movie. You. So that's so thank you so much. And he reached us on our email address, bmbpodcast at gmail uh, you can also reach us on Instagram. We get plenty of uh, suggestions on Instagram, uh, Facebook as well. So you can reach us all on all those platforms. Uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to plug? Yes, check out my website at um, scatterville.com. Follow me on the Instagram at scatterville stories.com. Um, 
and I'm going to do a shout-out to some bros in a fantastic Chicago thrash metal band, um, Bloodletter. You can reach them on their, their Instagram at Bloodletter Metal, um, at the Instagram, obviously. And then Bloodletter on the Facebook. They post a lot of stuff, post a lot of things. I designed, they're putting out a, um, they brewed with with um, Church Street Brewery. They brewed a special, delicious, dark nectar for the gods, a beer. And uh, I designed their label for them, so that will be on there. So if you see their shows, they got shows coming up this weekend, um, but this podcast is going out then, so that doesn't help them. But I'll mention... They have, a, they have an album release show March 31st. That's important. That's important. Yeah. So there you go. We'll we'll tell you the um, where that's taking place, too. Subterranean, if if, I believe. Is it at the yeah. Chicago... In the Chicago area, you should come out and rock and roll with some good guys, and um, you know I'll be there. So that'll be fun. Sweet. So we mentioned it briefly before. This week's movie is the... Newest installment in the Hellraiser series, the tenth movie, Hellraiser Judgment. No X there. It's no Jason. There you go. Hellraiser in space. They wasted their X. But yeah, Hellraiser in space would be great. I think part of Bloodline is in space because it's like history. So it goes from like way back to like future times. Okay. Can I just have two thousand one a space odyssey? But the <laughs> the obelisk is just the puzzle box. And just that do would that. Be amazing. The way the fucking movie ends, you might as well be dealing with the fucking puzzle box. Right. Where are you? Right. I don't know where you are. Right. There's a reason why that movie. I rewatched it. I mean, not rewatched it. I watched the whole thing in its completion this past year for the first time in my life. And like, there's a reason why the only description for that movie is that a computer takes over a ship because it's the only part you can summarize. Right. Yeah. Nothing. The rest of it is no. It's just yeah. like prehistoric times. Uh, there's and, a robot takes over and, and then like your guess is as good as mine and uh, I've never seen the I've never seen the sequel me neither 2010 no. I believe is the sequel what's amazing is how good that movie looks in HD oh with I'm all sure its, and I mean like I haven't seen it in a long time the but... ships the sh- everything looks fucking great and like the like the 60s looking space station and stuff like nice. it's, it's just all looks Kubrick man it was good Hell yeah. It was real but, good. But uh, this week, the movie uh, looked fine, but is is definitely no Kubrick. I can't believe I mentioned a movie as great as that on this fucking podcast with this fucking movie we watched. <laughs> That's yeah. insulting. So uh, you can find this movie is on streaming all over the place as far as like uh, renting it goes. Um, it's all over every rental, Amazon, on demand. It's on your local video stores, I'm sure. Uh, so if you want to watch it, go check it out for yourself. But you can listen to us talk about it, and maybe you won't go rent it after that. So this week on the podcast, Hellraiser Judgment. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. 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 Like the only thing I have to say about this, man, it's just no one understands. It's like I'm gonna make. Why my... can't we get this right? I'm gonna make like, my. Why you think, man? Hellraiser, you can try so many times to do things. I just don't get every single Hellraiser movie I've ever watched beyond the first. The three gets a weird pass for me. Besides the first two, because the third one is shitty, but it does kind of round out the trilogy. It's not good, man. It doesn't round it out the way it should have been. Man, how many movies get great trilogies? Not many. Just deal with it. Suck it up. Anyways, then anyone on is like, I want to make a movie 
they make a movie about Hellraiser, but nothing has to do with Cenobites. They squeeze in some weird other concept, and Hellraiser's like going on in the peripheral. That's on the outside of the fucking story. Yeah. This one wants to be about a fucking serial killer. Wants to redo Seven with the Ten Fucking Commandments. Well, Hellraiser's in there too. I use Hellraiser as a noun, but I just mean it's like the the concept because there's Cenobites. His name isn't Hellraiser. His name's Pinhead, and I mean. At one point, I knew his real name before he became a Cenobite. Yeah, it's it's frustrating because those first two movies are just so good. Yeah, they're perfect. And obviously, the first one's great because Barker wrote, directed, and then the second one is just to me just as good. But the crazy thing is, the the guy who wrote two wrote three and four. Four is all right. I'll give four an all right. I actually probably would watch four over three. Probably. Bloodline isn't awful. Oh, I don't think I, I ever. I don't I, even think I ever watched Bloodline to be honest with you because I just fucking gave it's up. It's one where it follows the guy, this guy who was like designing the puzzle box, oh, or like Lord. his lineage. But it's played by the same. It's like a uh, like a similar to like a Highlander thing where his you know his love interest is always played by the, like a same actress sure. so it's like that and it delves through history of the puzzle box yeah. but it is kind of interesting and there's some cool Cenobite moments like there's one with like a two guys heads get twisted together oh. kind of became a cool like infamous one that they, I know they made figures of and whatnot. and Bloodline is alright and that was the last one to be released in theaters and I didn't realize that that one was in theaters and that was 96 so everything after that, straight to video. Just so, 20, there's been ten, 20 years. This is the 10th movie. 20 years of filth. Like, just dilute the whole fucking thing. The guy who did this one wrote and directed it, but he also wrote the last one. I mean, I just don't know what... I just want to ask... Okay. Some of these movies have had some consistency. Like, 2 through 3, or 2 through 4, this guy, Peter Atkins, wrote all those. And then you had... So it's four, six, seven, and eight, all directed by the same guy. I mean, I but I. I mean, I, I guess you're just getting like he just he's just like a guy who directs direct video horror. Sure. And whatever. It's a noble cause. I've never. I I know like I think it's like um, the one that's called in is it either it's either Hellseeker or Inferno, brings back Christy Cotton. From the first two movies. Oh. And it's the same actress. And I've never seen that one. And I kind of want to see that one. Because I like the idea of bringing her back in. And maybe to retroactively critique myself just ranting about things being terrible. I have not seen, like you, all ten of these fucking movies. Right. Because the few that I've gl- gl- um, had a chance to glimpse and watch. I've... Watched enough of them, like, I don't want to watch this anymore, and I've just turned it off. Like, if I've, I don't know when that would have been, or how I would have seen these things. I know I've seen bits and pieces of Inferno, probably just late night on TV. Did they play those on TV? Was that a thing? Yeah, they would play them, like, later on at night, like, on, like, a TNT, or... Because I thought I I saw some on television, but I can't remember what, and the human memory is not good. And if they're, so and, I have no idea. And if they're direct-to-video, maybe the quality of, like, the gore and stuff isn't so high, so they can show them on TV. True. Something like that. But, yeah, I've seen... Or maybe it was even HBO or something I saw. But I saw part of Inferno before, I know that. And, yeah, I didn't see Hellseeker, Deader, which is... Deader, that's an awful fucking name for... Uh, come on, Hellraiser Deader? 
That's awful. Debtor. That's the worst thing out of all. Like, if you were just judging these all by name, that's the worst one. It is a debtor. It is a contender for most awful. That is. Hellworld is a close second, but even that's not as bad as debtor. Man, but Hellworld. Hellworld is a cool word, okay? It is. A, so, I mean, you can't. You can't. But, like, the tagline for the movie was Evil Goes Online. Well, I mean. I think evil lives online. I think evil elected a president online. <laughs> I think that's where evil lives. The internet is just pure. But we've, that one sounds interesting because Lance Hendrickson's in it. So we've it's created like, our own man-made hell on the internet. Jesus fucking Christ. It's just, it's so bizarre that, yeah, that we just can't get this right. Like, Why? And it sucks because Clive Barker, you know, he had some ideas for, uh, to do like a remake of it, but I don't know what's, you know, been going on with that or whatever. He's been sick for a long time now, so I don't know what his, his condition, if he's okay. Hopefully better. If he's better, if he's not, um, he's probably too busy writing books. But I know for a long time there, there was... Well, he has a new book, a third book in the Hellraiser series coming out this year. Oh. Hellraiser the Toll. Well, that I should watch. And by watch, I mean read. <laughs> <laughs> by watch, I mean read. Uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Because then he... Uh, 2015 was the second book. It was called The Scarlet Gospels. And that was like basically a sequel to The Hellbound Heart. Um, but he's still do he's still interested in this, so why not just l- l- let him do a movie like a new movie, theatrical movie, and just what like can't anybody g- get the rights to this? That's not I mean it's not that Dimension even makes bad movies when they make horror movies or something. You know what I mean? But. Just give it to somebody who cares and puts a little bit more money behind it. Man, you don't even need money. Let Blumhouse fucking have the rights to it. Shit. That would be adorable. I mean, I'm not a fan of everything they do, but oh, there's... Oh, you're a fan enough. I'm a fan... You're I'm a right. fan of enough. It's true. I like the Purge movies, and I like oh, Get man. Out. I'm not I'm not so big on, like, all the... Uh... Get Out's Blumhouse too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They just won... Well, I mean, they didn't, but their movie won... He yeah, won the Ken Wolfer Best Original yeah, Screenplay. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. uh... Man. Yeah, Blumhouse is uh is Get Out. Good, that's even better. I mean, I'm not, I I just don't care for like the Insidiouses and um Oh, even those I, even those Oh man, Blumhouse is my jam. I mean, they're killing it in horror right now. So, I, I like but give that to them. Get, if that's Well, at least they them... can at least handle other dimensions and weird demonic shit and cra- I mean, they could I just don't it's hard to put into words. Again, I have trouble composing these words immediately after watching through a film that makes me contemplate, you know, many. And they did all your paranormal things. activity movies. Oh, there. That I... was their first uh, dive into uh, God. to movies. Ah, oh, man, I got. I love those. Your demon's name is Toby. It's great. Sure. Reasons why I like movies. But like uh, the I, last one invented time travel. Spoiler alert! Ah, yes. You know why? Because you can only take the fucking story with your fucking video camera. They were doing like going back in time. 
well, you can't take a camera. There's no recordings from 1800s. Well, what if there's a portal to 18? Well, maybe then all bets are off. But I didn't, I didn't make anything after the last one. The last one was which one? The marked ones or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was. The was la- the that's one, the last one I know of. Was there one after that? I don't know. No. No, there was called The Ghost Dimension. What? Came out in 2015. Did I see that? I don't know, man. It's called The Go- Paranormal Activity of the Ghost Dimension. Click it just for a second. This is important. Just so I can read like the first description. It makes, it's it good podcast. This is good. It's oh, a, fuck up. A, I'm on wiki, so it's not going to give a... That's, that's right. Plot the film. See the end of it. It's setting. What? Now you got to see the paranormal activity of the ghost dimension. Now you got a new movie to watch. Ah, I do. I mean, they've had their they've had their ups and downs, Blumhouse, uh, but they have knocked it out of the park with quite a bit of horror. Obviously, all these ones. Uh, another one I never watched yet, and I've been meaning to, is Oculus. WWE like produced that movie. Yeah, I never with saw. Katie Sackoff. Yeah, it. and I heard that was pretty Starbuck. good. Starbuck. And um, but I like Sinister. I think I was telling you about that recently because yeah. Uh, Did I see Sinister? What's his faces from the who was in there? Ethan Hawke, who was in yes. the per, first Purge movie. He's yes. in Sinister, and I thought Sinister was awesome. I thought that was a fucking cool movie. I think I think I've decided it's official. Blumhouse is my jams. There's a garbage sequel to Sinister, which is unfortunate. I don't know really what happened there, but but they're good at making low budget horror and making it feel unlike it's on a little bit of a bigger budget. And probably now they might they be, got the dollars. Yeah. So. And I think they did the Ouija movie. Uh, apparently the first one was crap. The second one's good, though. But apparently the second one that's like the origin one is apparently awesome. But I And I haven't watched that either. And I think that they've been doing the like that last M. Night Shyamalan movie. Split. That was supposed to be really good. That, that was the... Links to Man, Unbreakable. I'm, I'm all I in. Did you see Split? No, I'm not. I, I haven't, yeah, but it's, I haven't it was been made, meaning to watch that, it was too. It made my favorite director. I mean, this is things you've stated in the past, so it's I guess it's true. He's my one of my top favorite secret directors, but one it's your not top a secret. Favorite secret director. <laughs> it's not a secret because I talk about it. Hmm. Unlikely directors, but then ever it's not unlikely because everyone should like a Night Shyamalan. But yeah, I think that they, I think it's a good production company to let do a new. I mean, they're doing a new Halloween too. Oh they're, they're shit! Produ- they're producing that. Holy so. shit! I just want you to keep, distributing just it keep telling me things that Bloomhouse is doing, and I'm just going to react what to it stuff positively. That, stuff they're going to be doing? Yeah, just throw it at me. Uh, just whip it at me. Uh, on Actually, March 16th comes yes. out on Netflix. Yes. Netflix, I have that. Yeah. It's uh, like a... I don't know. It's for like a reboot, kind of, though. What is it Are called? Are you down for that? Depends. What's well, it? it's from a, it's a reboot of a 1974 film of the same name. That's okay. That can be all right. Like, are you, are you sure you're prepared? Throw it at me. Benji. You know, like the dog movie? I'm down, right? I can't wait to see him go to hell. Oh, it's not a horror movie. It's just a, oh. a new Benji, and he's friendly, and there's a dog That's doing fine. Benji things. That's fine. I know, I just thought... You just picked a good one to get my buttons rustled, because that's what happens to buttons. I don't... All their other movies, I don't know what these are. Stephanie, um, Upgrade, don't, Truth don't, or don't, Dare. I don't you know don't know what they're are. about. Don't... Same like this. Okay, the first this, purge. This disinterested. There's one coming out from them this year. It is the first purge and Halloween. Both oh of my those God. come out, and then Glass, which is the continuation, like of Split, of Unbreakable Split. Yeah, it's a whole so, thing, right? 
Yeah, unbreakable split glass. Nice. I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with that first purge real hard. The, the I think the second one's still my favorite. It's the aliens, man. It's gonna be the better. There's not an aliens three equivalent because the third third I mean, one's pretty good too. But you, the third this is a separate podcast, Corey, because there's detailed things I can. Get oh, into. and they're doing Spawn. Oh fuck, Todd. He's Todd's guy. movie. Todd's a guy. Todd's my guy. Yeah. I mean, they're letting him direct and everything, so... Man, he's great. Let's let him do it. It's his fucking thing. Yeah, even Spike Lee's making a movie with them. That's cool, too. The Black Klansman. That sounds awesome also. Oh, my God. But, oh, I want to know what's up with that. Don't know. Sounds don't like, know anything I mean, about that's it. A, that's a whole movie about a Dave Chappelle sketch? <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, he didn't know. He thought he was white. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember in that skit when he takes the hood off and that guy's head explodes? That's <laughs> <It's> good. It's <laughs> great. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, we're done listing Blumhouse movies. Uh, I think I. But uh, what we were saying was, uh, us give them. L- let them do a new Hellraiser. I just want like, somebody. Dimension was somebody uh, who made Halloween movies at one point, like. Weinstein, Bob Weinstein, whatever they're doing with Dimension. I mean, obviously, I think they sold Weinstein Company now, or all... Did they sell all their stuff? Because they sold Miramax a number of years ago, I thought. I have no idea. But I think they sold the Weinstein Company stuff. I don't know who has any sort of ownership over... um, Disney. Because they own everything. Dimension now. Oh, man. I Also, by the way, had no idea that uh, Blumhouse was... Production company on Whiplash, the drumming, jazz drumming movie that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Won some uh, awards. Uh, anyways, it's I didn't realize stuff. that that was them, and that movie is fucking awesome. Anyways, yeah, just like let some let somebody do Hellraiser who has some sort of passion for it. I've I've even seen lately a few like fan things that have been going around and one that's apparently supposed to be pretty good i haven't that's had a chance to, to watch it but i saw bloody disgusting post about like if you like uh, this make like this makes up for hellraiser judgment or something like that it's so hard to do and in and, and this movie uh, i mean it's not good but it uh, like it gave me like a character that like i would enjoy seeing it with the cenobites this guy cut face man guy like, you're you have like a you're you have like an idea that like this could go in an okay direct and then no, it's like here's a thing that is well, cause slightly like, interesting. No, because like these Hellraiser movies, the hell the Hellraiser part, the puzzle box part, the Cenobites part is secondary. It's not the main focus of the movie, and you don't have something cool like Uncle Frank running around, but he's directly connected to them. He's doing his things because of them. Right. This movie, you just get a serial killer. He's just a serial killer. Yeah, I mean the whole movie is just like who is it? It's a, it's just a crime thriller, right? It's I mean it's with 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 the sen- with the they're the backdrop to like nothing. That he literally he just gets intertangled amongst amongst their their little shanty house where they take people to the hell dimension to do stuff to him for what? Does it even matter? What does that even mean? They're like, it doesn't, I mean, who knows how many, but like, in Transformers the movie, the Quintessons judge people on being guilty or innocent. Those things mean, it means nothing. There's a trial, there's court, there's tribulation for what? You're guilty because you did bad stuff? Okay. Because, the, of course you did. 
And the, the sad thing is, the guy who directed this movie, he's done makeup work, like, pretty much his whole life. His whole career. He's done tons of fucking awesome horror movies. Like, the list goes on and on. But it's like, so, like, clearly his mind is in horror. What, what's, you know what I mean? What's the deal here, like, when you're doing these? I've, I've always felt, it seems like somebody always has, like, a, He's a, also the guy who played the auditor guy, the cut face guy. Oh, that was him? Yes. Well, that rules. No wonder why he gave himself great lines. Right. <laughs> He's, you know, like, like Pinhead's right-hand man, like the observer. He's a great, he's a great guy. Yeah, that, the auditor. Um, that, That's I'm what down... he was called, the auditor? Yeah. Who was it? What was the, the guy who ate stuff called? Uh, the assessor. Thank you. Good. The auditor's good, and auditor's a cool name, too. That's good. Yeah, the assessor should have looked cooler. But, like... But that guy directed horror movies. The, um... Yeah, and the assessor, I liked him just being this guy in this... Because, like, he's creepy for different reasons. And he eats stuff, so, like, he's he's showing off that he's not a slender man. And he just channels the blood papers into his mouth. And then he, right. he, he pukes hit... up into a tube. And then the tube goes into these... The, the gel goes into these girls with ripped-off faces. And then they stick their hands in it like some kind of minority report shit where they're all connected <laughs> together. And then it's just like, oh, he's guilty. And the auditor pops his I feel his like the answer is always that they're guilty. They're not doing that. And it's like, innocent. Oh, this is what I mean. Like, what is this? And why is it this long? That's why I referred to it as, like, you know, the Cenobite bureaucracy. Because why do you have all these steps involved? Well, you can't... Aren't you connected to the universe? And Pinhead can basically... He knows human nature, so but he can predict the future. So if he can know how someone's going to act based on certain events, can't he just, like, look at a guy and be like, yeah, he's, we're going to take him. But this throws the whole concept of Cenobites in the air because they're not bad. They're just they just are. The puzzle right, and box, even in this, they're not doing anything bad. The puzzle they're box killing, is pain and they're pleasure. They're killing bad people, right? I mean, they're I they're, they're, they're they verge on good guys. Fucking the second movie, Pinhead's a good guy. They're good guys. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> they're good guys. But they're scary. That's the thing. Well, that ties into fucking Nightbreed shit. Barker's got going on. The monsters aren't bad. They just are. And they're good. No, it's, I mean, it's X-Men. It's exactly X-Men. <laughs> but with, like, demons. Which is, that's fine, too. Right. And in the second, like, the human, because the Cenobites were human, but then, like, in the second one, the doctor guy becomes even more, he's just out of oh, this he's out of, he's out of control. It's awesome. But, but I think my problem with, yes. in this movie, what you're saying, like, the assessor, like, he does something crazy, like, Fine, he could be that character. Just make him look more like a Cenobite. Right, he needs to make him. He was just a fat guy. I mean, he just he just was a large man. He was yeah, he was just like a guy. But like he ate, so it was kind of like gluttonous. Yes, but make him a a, a large, fat, blobby Cenobite looking thing. Like just like he can just have like some pasty white skin with like a few like weird things going on his face and then that's his thing yeah i don't disagree you don't even have to do much right because he can't just a little more because he can't really be a character going forward his character is i'm a shirtless man with a blazer and that's me (laughs) i mean do you go forward with this Clearly the guy who did this one, he also wrote the last movie. This has nothing to do with that one. They never do. They recast Hellraiser, or I mean, not Hellraiser, Pinhead again. It's just, I feel like at this point, you've driven it so far, you either need to give up completely, 
because there is an attraction to these movies. And when they come out and you see a trailer, people are like, oh, maybe this one. No. Maybe. Yeah, it's a it's oh, an amazing fan base that waits. It's incredible I mean, you're, patience. You're forever waiting, but I feel like at some point, if you're not the same people doing them forever, and you're not going in any sort of direction, like look at the over at Full Moon Pictures, like those guys doing the Puppet Master movies. It's the same company. Yeah. They're going they they're doing this thing. And they, they're not, maybe they're all not that great, but it's like one thing. They know what they're doing and they're doing it, you know what I mean? They're on this path. Here with this, with this, it's like, here's try number one, here's try number two. It's like, they're just tries. We're trying to do this. We're going to see if anything sticks. How many times are you going to just try to see if something sticks? Until, until you either... Let it go. Let it go to rest, and just never do anything it again with it again. Or l- let it go, as in give it to somebody else. But see the way this movie, like the way it ends and what it is, because I, I I agree completely. It's almost good. Like all these movies are like a self-contained. Each one's like a try. Oh, we tried that. Next movie comes along, doesn't acknowledge anything that happened before. Not that it has to, but like oh, tried that, didn't work. Oh, didn't like. Oh, it's it's just you know, boom, 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 boom. For what purpose? There's no purpose. Yeah. Because it doesn't... You're not building to an overarching... I mean, they threw some things at me, which is why I've been quiet sometimes, because I'm looking up the history of the Archangel Jophiel, which <laughs> is what I do. <laughs> because, like, they throw... Cause cool things in here. Then there's hints of, like, what what could that be? And it gets real... This gets real dark. They throw a concept at you that's like, well... It's real dark, guys. Oh... You need bad people around because they turn, because the fear turns people toward the light, which is God. So he's okay with a serial killer going around murdering people based off his Ten Commandments because that's going to somehow make people turn to God. You're an omnipotent being and this is your plan. What is this? Now, what does that mean? Does this one link to the other one at all? You saw Revelations. Does it have I did, link? but I don't know. I blocked the most out of my mind. Not that I can think of. No. I don't think there was any house. There's no house in that one. They were partying in, like, what, Tijuana or somewhere, and they come across a puzzle box, and then shit happens. There's, like, this house drama that's going on. I mean, it's been probably four years since I watched the fucking thing. Because it says online how the... Um, the way that the auditor was lo- his like look, yeah, was actually the original concept pitch for a reimagined pinhead look, because the they were going to do a full reboot, and like what can we do to make this look different? And I mean that's a well because clearly he it, has the most attention put into his design, right? So instead, but then when they were decided to do a direct sequel, the makeup team was like, well, let's recycle this character and at least use the idea. It became the auditor. But I, I mean, mean, I mean, I would, I don't know if I really want Pinhead to look like, to be that, but like maybe. No, it'd just be a different Cenobite. Right. There's a, there's a whole fucking legion of these fucking things. Right. It can be. Yeah. It can be this whole Which is why fucking thing. I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, need to read those the rest of the books. Do it. I'm pretty sure I remember. I mean, maybe that guy, but they always throw like different Cenobites at you. I very well could have watched that guy. He could have been around doing Cenobite stuff, whatever they do. Right. 
But you I know, mean, he wasn't in the other one. Oh, he wasn't? No, he's in just this one. This is a new character for this one. Oh, so they... They were, were going to do a reboot after that one. Oh, and, and just kept the character this. forward yeah. because they had the idea. I mean, right. that's that's fine. But I just love the idea of like them doing mundane things in this weird house with these weird things. But that's almost cool to me, too. They have this weird system of events to judge if someone's guilty. And it doesn't make sense to you or me because it doesn't have to. They're beyond our realm. It's just, you know, creepy doing stuff because they're Cenobite creatures. And they have their own little thing going on. But what was the whole speech in the beginning about they're going to use technology to bring people? They didn't have anything to do with anything. It was the intro. And did nothing. I don't know. Got nothing to say about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. And and honestly, um, one thing that I could say positively about this film is that I didn't mind this guy as Pinhead. He's fine. He wasn't offensive. He wasn't. The last time it looked like it, like it was like some chubby guy who was like didn't it just and the acting just looked piss poor. I mean, he was just a pinhead. He wasn't... But no this guy was, like... He was all right. He was fine. But, like, the reason that... Um, Doug Bradley didn't come back to that one was because, like... You know, they had this remake that had been endlessly discussed forever. And then they're like... Okay, we're gonna make a new one. But it's just gonna be, like, another film in the same series... And I think he was just like... Yeah, he's like, I'm done. I No. Yeah, I'm not going to be part of this. Yeah. Like, you know... I think it just, needs, it just needs to be... The cord needs to be cut at this point. But with every... With every... I agree. With every one of these, just... I mean, the next the next one could be one that actually is good. It's every next one. It could just be fine. Because <clears throat> you don't have to acknowledge anything that happened before. You just forget about it. Right. Like, and just do something. Yeah. Just do it. It's Cenobites... Pinhead, people know Pinhead. It's you know what I mean. You're just using what people recognize. They recognize right. the character. Somebody at a video store or online, flipping through Amazon Prime or on demand or whatever, and they rent this movie. Yeah, it's just gonna be. I'm in the mood for a Hell Oh Hellraiser Judgment. This might be cool. So many people have taken those gambles. This might be great. Then, then they don't want to watch another Hellraiser movie. Right. Everyone that comes out, they try. Random people will get sucked in. And if anybody online today, like any younger people who maybe have never seen the other ones, but they see the trailer for this online, and they're like, oh, whatever, and they watch it, and then they're like, well, this was garbage. Yeah. Does it make anybody want to go back to watch these other movies to no. see how it started and no. that it was actually good at some point? I mean, this one teased that maybe doing... I wish what it teased that was a fucking movie I got. Because like I, we were like the setup I was saying, Cenobites are not bad. They just are, and they're borderline good. Right. They serve a purpose. The pain and pleasure threshold, you know, it's reaching euphoria through pain, torture to elevate yourself to expand your mind. It's basically some different kind of like it's almost like some um like some psychedelic drug is what they provide to you. It elevates your mind and you become something else. And then if you become so advanced, I mean, you become a Cenobite. They were all people before. Right. They elevate you to the state of being and then like you just possess. Making him like the purveyor of hell isn't really what he does. It's not really what he is. He's not like a Satan. And this movie kind of plays him up kind of like he's in charge of this domain. And then they juxtapose that with actually 
introducing an archangel, Jophiel, right. of beauty, and they they said I've been looking to research to see if Jophiel was in fact the angel that expelled Adam and Eve from the garden, and my research is out. I feel like this is something I should know with who I am as a person. It's throwing my being into question right now, not knowing Jophiel's full um, purpose. So when I go home and go through my when do my research. I can, full on Jophiel research. I can get I can get back to you and yeah, next week you can devolve. come you can come with us to the If I had time to Oh when am I coming? What? When am I coming next week? Oh we as the the listener. I thought you were gonna take me somewhere. <laughs> like when you come <laughs> so when you come back next week you can explain more about Jophiel after you dive in. Correct. And like honestly I really really don't need to mention much about this movie, but it like we said, there's a whole other story going on and the the Cenobites are a they're in the background. They get roped in by accident, even. Right. This one guy just goes... The... And, and it's all this. these two cops are trying to figure out who this killer was. That, what was his name again? The Perceptor. The Perceptor. And he's doing all these weird, fucked up killings... Ten that, Commandments That shit. are like Ten Commandments It's seven. Killing. It's seven. Yeah. And it's there's all these seven. weird, fucked up things. So it seems like it's almost like, oh, it could be them doing these things. Maybe it's maybe it maybe they're just out killing like crazy like, which is not Cenobite style at all. Cause so it seemed like oh maybe they're in, up to this now. Maybe this is like a thing. What I thought is maybe because they 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 go out of their way to show you one guy that they do this to. Did he become the preceptor? Like they were gonna transform somebody and they right. talked about technology. Maybe spread him. What was to the get technology? Connect- it meant nothing. Talk in the it, it meant nothing. There was no. There was nothing. But they, you you were making a point. But I just wanted to. Well, throw that out I mean, there. you know. There, there's no technology. They didn't use technology. No, they were. They using... were typing on a typewriter. Well, they were using their old demon technology, <laughs> blood type. Which that's cool. That's that, a, that was, was cool. a cool thing. That was cool, but the auditor character is cool. I want him to audit like lots of stuff. Yeah, he was cool. He, he was. had great dialogue. He had because they they typed up your sins or whatever, and they would plug these corpses into you. And he had like a mnemonic typewriter thing, which would feed your blood. And then it would be his ink when he typed up your sins. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that could that character alone could be a movie. Yeah, it's real cool. It felt like a, like but it could it have been a, an actual Clive Barker idea because it, it was that kind of it, out but, there. But there's no, there's no. We don't get more of it. We only get no. bits and pieces, and then you get this like cop. You get this crime thriller about these two cops chasing this serial killer. Thriller or is in FBI par- agent. Thriller is in parentheses. Right. And then it's like they have this other detective that joins them, and who did it? Who did it? And then you get the one cop who's like disheveled and his life is a mess. Former veteran. Well, and, he is a veteran. And I predicted everything about him. He did. I said he's gonna get the puzzle box. He gets it first because it, it, in the in these movies you because it's just too obvious. The guy who's like down and out gets the puzzle box, and I feel like you oh it almost like isn't that in three kind of there's somebody who's like that yeah yeah and it's like. We just started that, and we just kept going with it. Down and out guy gets it. He wants something better for himself, and it's like, well, we just got to keep doing that every time. I mean, in a way, it makes it's in a way the first one too. There's that one guy. No, that but in a way, it. like patterns like that are fine. But then, like, okay, so we know we know what we're doing. We know this is the guy. Once this happens, what are you doing with that? Right, because you don't not... do because you don't do anything with it. No, you don't. Because then I also predicted jokingly you did it was a joke based on based on the fact that he got let go after going to the house 
Well, he was going to get let go. Yeah. Why were they going to let this guy go? Why did these other, the assessor and these half-faced naked chicks, why did they puke up blood? Like, what happened there? Yeah, that was awesome. When they they were testing him, he made everybody freak out. Yeah. He made it, one, he made everybody freak out, so that made me concerned. Two, that uh, Archangel Jophiel... That got my attention. That's when I woke up. Wanted to let him go. Why did the angel want him gone? So I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then the nail, the, the, you know, hitting the nail on the head was when the cop is talking about literature and how, and then they're like, and then they're mentioning how he's so into literature in a conversation, not trying to like out him at this point. No, just talking. Just a conversation. And then I'm like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if he's the preceptor. Boom, at the end, he's a preceptor. He's putting dogs in women's stomachs. Yeah, man, he did that. He did lots of fucked up He cut off people's hands when they were still alive. Yeah, cut their hands off. (coughs) Cut their hands off. Not even at their hand. It was like at their wrist. Yeah. And then, um, like, glued the epoxy. They said they put epoxy in his hands. So glued their fists and poured blood into jars. (laughs) And then they had eyeballs inside the hands. Eyeballs and teeth. Inside the hands, and then placed them all around the jars of blood in a park playground, and then yeah. wrote words with missing um, persons posters. Yeah, it said thieves. Yeah, but that guy's a whole other thing. He's a different movie. Yeah, he's not. He has nothing to do with this. He's a psycho. That sure. Uh, well, well, let's explore that guy a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, Perceptor is a cool name. That could be the name of a movie and just about this guy committing Ten Commandment murders. Yeah, the and Perceptor. Just, and then you might actually be able to put some detail into these characters more. They're not just these two-dimensional... F- yeah, they're boring. They, they, they're nobody. You don't care about them. I don't care that they're brothers. I don't care that the one brother was, like, uh, cheating on the other brother's yeah. wife. Like, I didn't care about that, though. No. And then he's all... I, he knows about that, and he's super busy. He's got a picture of them on the wall, blown up. He's he's he, in his little he, lair. He leads he leads the female detective that's working with them there, knowing full well he's gonna try and bash her head in with the fucking base of his well, gun. Well, he caught. He knew he was like, he knew that they were catching on to him. Yeah, so he had to like take care of business. Yeah. So he leads her to his lair, then just beats the fuck out of her, and he has all the pictures of his thing corpses. Is, though, I mean, she. He, the the thing that that honestly, this there's might, a lot going on. This man. might piss me off the most about there's this movie. There's a lot going on. This 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 Go for detail it. might Throw piss me it. off the most. Throw it out there. He's this guy yeah. who has killed all these people. He knows what done death. all these fucked up things. Yes. And when you hit a, this other chick in the head with a gun, she's much smaller than him. You're not gonna make sure she's fucking dead. You've killed all these people, done all these steps. You've gotten away with all these murders. Man, how many times do you watch any TV show where somebody takes the base of their gun, bam, 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 they're dead. You killed him. Right. And he hit her quite a few times. He hit her real hard. And they made sure we showed, they showed it. And, like, maybe he's getting away with all his murders because God's moving the pieces on him. Maybe. Because that's essentially what was happening. That was God wanted him to stay alive. It was... It was so he could keep... I mean... You're shoving in, out the Ten Commandments. This, I mean... The Perceptor. You can have that movie, okay? You can. Take out the hell... The, Right. The Cenobites, the Puzzle Box, everything. You make God There's a, bad a movie guy. Yeah. where 
God and the Archangel Jophiel oh, man. Keep talking want this guy, this is nice. the Perceptor, yeah. to keep killing. Yeah. And they're moving the pieces around so that he can keep doing what he can do. This is makes... So even at the end, when he's... Say you have... He's going to get caught. The police are going to come. And then Jophiel comes in the room and is this... like... Whatever. Lays down the law on his yeah, brother. Man. Kills his brother. You know... And wipes the memories of the other police. I don't fucking know, man. man it's a whole no. other thing. I just, we don't get any of it. I just like you talking to me about <laughs> about archangels. God's what, moving the what, pieces what you, on the perceptor. What did you say? Cleans house. You said a phrase just now. What did Joe Field do? It was just a turn of turn of phrase. But speaking what of wipes their minds. No, um, cleans house maybe. I don't know, but it was just, it was a good wording. <laughs> Jovial comes in and just, just cleans house. Lays down the law. Lays down the law, yes! I like when you talk about Archangels laying down the law. <laughs> the law of the Lord. I get very excited about and that. And that's cool, too, because Jovial, how many times are you hearing about the angel Jovial? Never. Mm, I should have known about Jovial, Corey. I'm just saying, though, that's, a, that's not an angel that's brought up in, in any sort of pop culture or media. So it's like, the here's cool. You're doing yeah, the... Well, I got a research paper to write, I you, guess. You have cool things going on. But, like, you're not... It, the movie's not focused. It's like, it is kind of focused on this crime thriller thing, but then it's not focused because it goes back to this other thing that is not focused on that either. And then it's like, Jofiel, Pinhead, Auditor, Assessor, Perceptor, well, Brother fucking the Wife. It's like... But we're all over the place, but nothing is just matters. It's just all fucked up. Like, you have ideas for th three different movies, and you shoved them all into one, and it's just a mess. It's like Justice League. <sighs> yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm just bringing I up an no, example of a movie arguing. I watched recently yeah. that is a fucking mess. It feels like this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and you just shoved it all together and said, here you go, this should make sense. I mean, like, people... Like, hey, you never read a comic book in your life? Well, you better learn how to fucking put pieces together for scenes we don't give you. Okay, with comic movies like that, there is a plethora of DC comics. Like, if it's so hard to write a story, literally grab a comic, yes, adapt it, be done. Right. You don't have to do anything else. Just right. be, this is it, we're done. No. You have, you have somebody sit there. When I watched the movie with my wife, she sat there and... No, what's going on? So many on? times, what is going on? What is this? It's literally, there's like, there should have been probably a 20 minute chunk here where they explained all this and did all this, but no, we didn't because we're going to move. We got to just, we got to keep moving. We got to move on to this next thing. Just tell we us. We got to, you got to know who Cyborg is, but we're only going to explain that for like five minutes. You got to, but you got to meet him. Okay. This is, you this bring is, him in. This is totally off subject, but not really. The but Flash in, has Asperger's. Way, you need to know that. But in a, oh my God. Anyways. <laughs> This is totally off base, what we're talking, but it's still on topic. Okay, so, like, throughout history, you always hear about the great, like, oral storytellers or, like, the great writers of the time. Like, this is a masterpiece. This is great. And, like, it carries on to this day. I just, I'm imagining, like, medieval schlock. There's, like, a story, there's, like, a guy narrating a story that he came up with to a crowd of people because the only way you can tell stories, you know, is to tell them. You know, if you can't go to the movies and watch them, and if you're not writing a play you have to kind of pronounce your ideas to the world. So imagine just being a guy in like a soapbox telling your story, like you're telling us the the uh, medieval equivalent of like Hellraiser Judgment and people are there looking at you and like how you yell at the screen or just like yelling at the guy. It doesn't make any sense. Wait, go back to that one part. You did what? He's the perceptor? What was that angel doing? 
and the guy's just trying to talk over himself like, oh, well, this story. Right. And then you never hear about that guy. And that's what the modern day it gets to be. And then he's forgotten to history. But because we live in an era where everything can be recorded, this will stay. This is here. <laughs> this doesn't get to be forgotten, is my point. Right? What if, imagine, like, sitting around the campfire and, like, one guy gets up and tells his epic story. Like, oh, that's awesome. All right, Daryl, what do you got to say? Then Daryl gets up here in medieval Europe and starts telling his story. And it just makes no sense. Like, there's angels, or there's devils, and there's, like, a little kid that he introduced in the beginning. You never hear from the kid again. It's like, Daryl, where was that kid? He's like, oh, he's... Well, and he moves on with the story because you don't get an explanation. It's well, like, a, what I, am I being put through here, I Darryl? joked while watching it, like, it wouldn't have been funny if we never saw Jofio again. Yeah, just gone. Just that one scene. But I'd expect it from a movie like this. Right. Here's this cool thing. Nope. Well, then the cool thing that I mentioned earlier that I wanted to get back to was, okay, so you decide that Pinhead is like this, he controls hell or whatever. Fine. Okay. Then Joe Feel, because he has the Perceptor captured because the puzzle box was, the Perceptor decided to spin the puzzle box, make them op- make his brother and his wife spin the puzzle box so then they go and do stuff. Now, in previous movies, when you open the puzzle box, you get to go do stuff. It's a whole experience. Colors, wild torture, blood exploding. They get hooked, and they get drug off, and Pinhead's literally like, we'll deal with them. You well, know, you he, get to... Yeah, but he said that their, 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 their crimes, quote-unquote, are so minimal that I don't even... I'm not even bothering Right. This. They just They justify why that whole thing doesn't matter. Right. It's just, we don't care about that. Yeah. So then Jofiel argues on the perhaps on the behalf of the Perceptor and actually the behalf of God. Because like you said earlier, the God is wants... I just don't get this plan. Their God in this movie is not... I mean, one guy is committing all these crimes to drive people toward the Lord. He's not doing a very good job. Well, and then, like, if you want to... The cool concept would be to stretch it out, step back a little bit, and talk about how maybe God has, like, not other perceptors, but, like, other people doing this and that, and, like, and all the evil... Basically, you know, all the evil is permitted by God, so they turn to the Lord, so it's a whole giant conspiracy, and it's this massive thing. But then you have... So that's basically what Joe feels laying out there. But then Pinhead's there, and then, essentially, he's, like, you know... Well, because they let the Perceptor go. Or she argues on his behalf, Jophiel, well, God's behalf, I just said that, God's behalf, for the Perceptor to go free to commit killings because that drives people to the Lord, and then God is happy, I guess. And Pinhead's like, okay, I'll let him go. And then as soon as he gets let go, the person who we thought had their skull bashed in shoots him. Like, she's not dead. Right. She kills him, which means he goes away, and then Jophiel's like, you fucking screwed me, Pinhead. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pinhead. And then she's like, well, fuck this. You pissed off God. What are you doing here? And then he's like, well, I'm going to torture the shit out of you. You don't know what torture is. He gives a speech about how he lives in torture. He gives a Bane speech about how he was born in the darkness, and that's what he does. And then he th- throws his hooks into her and blows her apart because that's what you can do to angels. What kind of power level are we dealing with here? Right, he, he ripped an angel apart. What is that? You are a mortal being, Pinhead, and now you're just shredding angels? Holy fuck. Maybe that's why you rule hell in this universe, because you're just fucking strong. And you're like, no, Satan, we don't like this. I'm in charge now. And then the <laughs> devil's like, well, if the, if you ripped apart one angel, the devil's just another angel. So right. he, he shredded him apart with his Cenobite. The auditor did a report, and like, the best way to kill the Satan is if you hook him by the balls. And he's like, good idea, auditor. And he rips his balls out, Satan's dead, takes over hell. And then here, then then we go. We're done. But the idea of teasing like Hellraiser versus Heaven is awesome. Yeah, but we 
We don't get that because God punishes Pinhead by making him a mortal man, a homeless person. You know what that basically is? That's basically prophecy movies with um, fuck Christopher Walken. Thank you, because he's the Archangel Gabriel, and he's he goes his. It's an amazing character arc. I don't know if unless you watch those or if you had. Because I own I've, them all. I think I've seen... Topical, what? real quick. I own them all because they're on... I own the five Prophecy movies in my 11-disc set with, like, six other Hellraiser movies. So we could watch all of them if we wanted to. <laughs> I uh, I think I've only seen two of the Prophecy movies. First two, probably? Yeah. Okay, well... Um, The first one I remember more than anything... It's good. Um, Viggo Morgerson is Morgerson. the devil, I believe. Yeah. He's Satan. He's amazing in it. He's good. Uh, yeah, so I definitely remember the first one most out of anything, and then there's a, there's so many sequels, because there's even, like, ones without Christopher Walken. I know, I haven't watched those, because the <laughs> first three are so good, I just want to, I've literally put it aside, I've been saving it for, like, four years. Like, these were good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't need more yet. These are right. good. I'll always have it, and I have six Hellraiser movies. It's, I'm not gonna it's like, where, where with me, like, I have, like... Uh, a few sets like that, like the Children of the Corn. Like I love that first one. I want to see those other ones. Yeah. I'll get to them, but they're here for me in a really cheap fucking box set. You know why I love Stephen King and why I love Children of the Corn? Because like I knew it was like a, but like it's one of those movies where I avoided spoilers my whole life basically until I saw it, which wasn't that long ago, within ten years, not that long ago. It's been around forever. Um, that it gets so supernatural and awesome. Yeah. It's not just, I'm like, oh, I should have been exposed to this sooner. Yeah. This is awesome. So, like, that, because I just expected, you know, creepy corn stuff and, like, eerie, but, like, it gets way more supernatural oh, than yeah. you would expect, and oh, it yeah. gets great. Yeah. That, that, I just rewatched it not long ago when, um, who put that out? It's, uh, Arrow Video put out a, the Blu-ray of the original mm. recently, and nice. uh, great restoration of the movie, and, yeah, that movie is... I haven't seen it in so long, and it is—it's just awesome. Linda Hamilton is awesome in it. The whole oh, yeah. movie is yeah, just—the whole movie is just awesome. So I'd like—I'd like to see. I think they made a sequel, even with the one kid in it. Come him as an adult coming back, actually, eventually. The same actor. Mm. So that's interesting. The reason why I mentioned that when I went off that tangent is because not to spoil any privacy movies, but you have a a, a corporeal being. Who then has to deal with his mortal coil because he runs the gambit and for you know he peaks lows and then he so like they could do a cool story with Pinhead like where he's a human again and has to figure shit out and then work back that could be a thing if you want it to be a thing I don't like that to be a thing the ending I of understand. this is like the ending of this I understand not that I not that I liked anything that was going on but the ending if if he rips the angel apart he's like. Blah, 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 You could even have the auditor say you shouldn't have done that. Which was funny. And then him, then Pinhead just say, like, let the war begin. So any one well, letter, right. cut to black. That's what I mean. And we didn't need this thing where he a light shines in and he has a shit. That was probably the only part where that guy's performance was awful. He's like, <gasps> well, because It was like, it was like nah, not good. And then all of a sudden, it's Pinhead's face of, like, scared over, like, and then clouds passing by. In other shots. Well, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, it's a metaphorical he's thing. a human on the streets. Yeah. It's a metaphorical thing. That part I... Because basically what happened was, he's like, I'm going to wage war in heaven. And God's like, no, I'm God. No, you're not. And it's like, well, the end. Good job, God. But yet the perceptor has to run around torturing people. You can just do that? What are you doing? <laughs> is this like a... This is like a reverse polarity universe where like the God in this universe is literally the devil? Like yeah. in this universe, the guy, and that's why Pinhead would be good because it's the reverse polarity of like right. life. 
Right. So the angels are actually demons, and then the Cenobites are actually angels. Oh my god, what's going on? End scene, quit. What does that mean? Well, maybe uh, maybe one day we will finally get a theatrical, like, a Hellraiser movie, a new theatrical Hellraiser movie that has some sort of thought put into it and passion behind it. If you it. want to watch a movie with, like, a guy that runs around killing people and hellish demons, you just need to go watch Midnight Meat Train. And just watch it. Well, that's Nick's recommended. Nick's rec. I like that movie. Yeah, rec- I'm it's recommending great. that movie to the audience. Bradley Cooper. Oh, man, it's good. Midnight Meat Train. Yeah, it's a good one. Get on that Midnight Meat Train. Yeah, it's great stuff. So, next week on the podcast... We're going to start watching all six Hellraiser movies. We're going to watch all the Hellraiser mm-hmm. movies. We're going to watch all 12 Puppet Master movies. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then all, that, all six... Leprechaun movies. All Chucky's, then all Tremors. All, yeah, we're just going to keep doing series. <laughs> yeah. Nonstop. Nonstop. Um, but we, you know, we had done some, uh, a lot of listener recommendations, and we do have some more. There, There's no shortage of them. Thank you, guys. Thank you. But, um, and gals, thanks. I, fi- I figured since we didn't get to do it before because of the listeners voting the way they did. Uh, Electoral college bullshit. I think it's time to dive into yet another series and dive into the Dark Man. We can do that. We didn't. We didn't get to do the Dark Man. We 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 got to dive and and enjoy time with Norman Bates. That and that pleasant. Was, yeah. That was great. A little pleasant side quest. It was. It was a pleasant side quest, and yeah. you know everybody voted, and it worked out really well because those movies were fucking awesome. Sometimes surprise elections work out good. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> nope. So next week on the podcast, we're gonna watch the original. Uh, well, not the original. There's no remake, but like the original. Not the. <laughs> well, it's, you're not lying. Right. We're gonna watch the Sam Raimi uh, classic. Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, yes. So we're watching Spider Man next week. Yeah. Come back next. <laughs> <laughs> Next no next week we're gonna watch Sam Raimi's Dark Man Liam Neeson Spider Man would still be a series it would be a series we get to end with Spider Man three oh god yeah man Venom dude yeah cool they're making a Venom movie that I really don't has care no about connection that. to anything what are you doing oh look at Eddie Brock he lives in San Francisco oh no honestly watching that trailer I was like let's see what this is like the second they showed the Golden Gate Bridge I was like I'm out <laughs> is he going to Starfleet. It's just like, well, because Venom, Venom is a neon maniac. <laughs> and he, he comes out of the, the symbiote comes out of the water. But Eddie Brock has a rough life. He decides to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Like we decided that that's what the neon maniacs did sometimes. And then he gets resurrected as the symbiote. Sure. But like not having it in New York just pissed me the fuck off. I mean, it's odd because it's Spider-Man. It's Venom. It's very odd. Unless maybe only part of it takes place in San Francisco. Maybe that's just the tease. It's weird. It's He's a reporter. It's just Sony can still do a few of these little tidbit movies that was part of their deal. What are they doing here? But they're like going hard the other direction. (laughs) Wouldn't you be like, hey guys. And they got somebody awesome to be in it. Because the movie, the superhero franchises, they get the money for the guys. And he's... And they're just doing this with... God damn it. But you know, but, and you know you're going to get people because it's Venom. People want that fucking Venom yeah, movie. because Venom's and great. And people don't, who don't... People love... Like Deadpool, before anybody knows what Deadpool is, he just looks cool. And you, you right. got you. Gotcha. Right. Venom looks cool. He's got gotcha. you. Right. And I just don't... I just don't understand. Like, people skip the part where the... The bad guy turning good is actually a bad guy first. That's what makes him going good a good thing. 
Right. You skip that part. Like, Suicide Squad pisses me off. Because I get they were all bad. But, like, you don't get the idea of how terrible they were. You, right. Ah! You, you have to know how terrible... Well, the only one where you know how terrible is, like, Harley. But... Because like, of you... Because of just knowing things. Yeah, life. And, like, they te- she team they team her up with the Joker. So, like, he's bad. You know, as a bad guy. Well, she's bad, too. They're bad guys. Bad guys doing bad but stuff. Yeah, the, the Venom thing definitely just pisses me off because it feels like a cash grab at Venom. Well, it is. It's, and it's just unapologetic. It's like, here you go. You want to fucking deal with this? Maybe it'll be great. I don't know. At this point, I don't care. Yeah, it's going to have to win me over. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm probably going to, because it is Venom, I'm probably going to watch it. Buy not in the theater. Right. Unless I'm requested to go, and it's like, oh, I guess I'm watching Venom now. Right. But I still haven't seen fucking Black Panther yet, so I'm an idiot. But I'm not going to see fucking and, Venom. Or Thor. Yeah, but Thor I can see now because it's out. Right. Which is yeah, tempting. It's great. It, I believe you. Great stuff. Next week on the podcast, Sam Raimi's Dark Man. So come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>